Well, every time you come on over, I just wanna listen. I know you got some issues, and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker, and didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. Okay. So, Mutually Awkward Podcast, episode something. I totally forgot when... Well, you just listened to our last episode, so... Um, I don't remember what it was. 39? 35? One of those numbers? Wait, if it was 39, that means this is episode 40. Well, I don't know if it was 39. I think it was, like, 35. Wait, uh, let me... Let me check. I could... I have, like... So, I'm sitting here right now, and I'm eating nachos and cheese. I really like that you guys were at the dog park. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Mmm, That was so funny because every time a dog came out, I, just, I could hear the dog. Nope. <laughs> it was so funny. I laughed a lot. Like a dog literally just jumped off the table. It was so, it sounded really cute. It was, yeah, it was like a little pit bull, I think. And he was just like looking at our face, like, hey, how's it going? What's up? Let's play. Hi, hi. Like, he was really excited. That's super cute. It was amazing. Um, um, but you know what? What? I have to be honest, I was a little sad. Because I felt like I'm getting replaced. Well, Am I getting replaced? Well, then I guess you'll be happy about this news because since that last podcast, Michael is gone. He's left again. Cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not. Because you said, you said, this is my, because usually you're like, oh, our special guest for today. But you're like, my co-host. And I was like, oh, it hurt. It felt like felt a the, knife. You felt the pain. It felt like a butter knife <laughs> right in the chest. You know, I was probably, cause we were talking about the sound problems I've been having. That was probably bitter from like edit, spending so much time editing the last so episode. So you, you wanted to phase me out. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's not happening, guys. Um, that's not happening. So if you're curious about where Michael went, um, he, go? He, he, random, <laughs> he randomly got a job working at a hotel at the Grand Canyon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. He, and he took a Greyhound to Arizona last night. And, um, yeah, he should be. It was only a seven-hour bus ride. So he is living the dream. He is working for a national park. Like, God. That is so a, cool. Yeah. And hello? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, Paige, you're not fired yet. Oh, my God. You, you can't get rid of me that easily. <laughs> um, so I want to bring back an old segment that I haven't brought in a while um, for a long time. Um, Am I an asshole? Okay. I had Let's hear it. an instance about two weeks ago. Um, yeah, and it made me question myself. So this was pretty much the story. I was riding a bus, and in front of me was an older lady, kind of round, kind of big. And so I'm just reading my book, and I hear the sound of a bottle cap opening. You know, like when you open a coat, like, psst. Mm-hmm. And I found myself reaching to look around to see if she was drinking a regular soda or a diet soda. Oh, my so, God. So just so that I could judge her if it was not a diet soda. <laughs> um, yeah, so that begs, the, that, that begs the question, was I an asshole? Well, Okay. Okay, this is my theory about secretly judging. Like, the fact that you made it known to everyone, that 
mean, okay, because like if we all do judgmental things, you know, and we can all be really like huge dicks. But I feel like if you keep it to yourself and no one was involved or hurt, yeah, you're not an asshole. <laughs> okay. Like really. So I'm still, I'm still, I'm still a fantastic guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I rolled my eyes at that, but because like if you had been like, if you had said something, then I would have been like, oh my god, you're like a huge dick. <laughs> but you you know you you didn't. You kept it to yourself. And um, I never did confirm what was she, what she was drinking. So, <laughs> so actually, <laughs> uh, no, I feel like when you want to judge somebody, I don't think it's a asshole move. I judge people all the time. But I don't think I'm as judgmental. Like, if I saw, I wouldn't have done that. Like, I don't care. Like, I really don't, I guess I don't care about what people eat and drink and stuff. I wonder what I judge people on. Um, do you judge, okay, well, let's let's go down the list. Do you judge people okay. based on looks? Do I, no, I don't. Oh, I do judge people <laughs> on what they, like, oh, I judge people hard on their glasses. Wow. Yeah. So, what kind of glasses do you like? Judge people on like what? What's a what's a no no for you? Like if there is that? Oh yeah, back on Tinder, guys. Yay! But um, I haven't been on it for like a week. It's been super like boring this time. But anyway, so like I was oh, on this profile. Wait, and you're meeting you're meeting women on there now. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? Like, why not? And then actually, I had a con a match with a girl. And we just talked, like, literally just talked for, like, three minutes, and that was it. But it was so pleasant. It was just like, oh, my God, your hair's so cute. Oh, I like your, I like your style. And that was just it. And it was just nice. They were just like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, to you, it was nice, but she was flirting with you. Was she? Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, she, she's looking for to meet and hook up with girls on Tinder. That's the thing, like, so, because, so, for the, okay, so what, how it this happened was one night, my coworkers and I got super drunk and decided, so they decided to swap Tinder accounts where they just switched each other's phones and just went on everyone's like Tinder matches and started talk, writing random shit. That's a weird ass and, party. Yeah, and I felt left out. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna download Tinder. But I mean, I used the rem my remaining battery life just to download it. So my Tinder account, like my phone died. So nothing, no, no damage was done besides some questionable matches, <laughs> um, which I just, the next morning I just unmatched them. But anyways, so, and they were literally just like, I was like, do you really want to meet these people? Cause you guys are really, cause I mean, we're so drunk and then we were just writing the, like just random things. And clearly people would think either a, like these, this person is crazy or yeah, their friend took their phone and just did. So I was just like, what's the point? I'm just like, what's the point? And, and so far I asked people like, have you met anyone? And no one's really met anybody on Tinder. Like I actually feel like I was quite active. Like when I was on it for like two weeks last year, I met like three people. It wasn't two weeks. It was like two months. Okay. Let's well, I met three here. people. I felt like, it felt like two weeks. It was very intense. Um, <laughs> it was, I mean, I, 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 it's just, I remember like, cause for a while, like, all you would talk about is like Tinder, Tinder, Tinder. And I was like, oh my God, is it is she gonna drop from best friend status? Cause this is really getting Oh my god, you never told me that. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> so this time around, like it's totally like that all. But that's the thing. I was like, no one's meeting up with it. And so I I and there's way more people on Tinder now. So um I spent like all so all Saturday I was like dead from partying on Friday. Like we weren't even partying, we were at this 
we're at Beer Bay for like till four thirty in the morning on Tinder. Wait, whoa, just... whoa, 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 whoa! What is Beer Bay like? A beach with oh my gosh, beer? Beer Bay. It's um, I guess we never went there when you were here, but so basically, it's like on Pier Three, like at Central Pier or whatever. There's this this bar that they sell alcohol for really cheap, for really good. Uh, so you can get like $20 drafts and stuff. And I always just get a whiskey sour and they make it like perfect. And it, for, you know, for less than what you pay at a bar and they give you a lot. And um, so we just, just kept drinking and just hung because people were like, let's go to a bar. But someone would just go and buy more beer. So we were literally at this at the piers like till 4 30 in the morning and like just but it was super fun everyone had a great time but anyway so the next day i was like recovering for a whole day and so when i was conscious i was just on tinder um yeah so anyways back to what i was about the glasses so um oh yeah the glasses i came across a profile i guess last weekend and i was like this guy's super cute he's really attractive but he's wearing like the lamest glasses right now. And I just, I was like, can I? And I kept asking me, I was on his, I lingered on his profile for a little bit of time, just thinking like, could I like see myself making out with his face with those glasses? You know, like he was seriously, if he, if he did not wear those glasses, it would have been, or any other type of glasses, like glasses I would have liked, it would have been an immediate swipe to the right, which is a yes. But in the end, I said no, because I just couldn't deal with his glasses. So, yeah. like, should have yes. worn, worn contacts, dude. <laughs> What's up? It's just like, because those glasses remind me of, like, parents. Like, what parents wear. And I'm like, ew, I don't... Like, I already, like, I'm making assumptions about your life based on your glasses choices. But I'm sure they're not <laughs> far off, so my now, assumptions. Now, now, here's a random judging. Maybe it's not judging. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Mm-hmm. I, do you ever find yourself a total, like, I was just, I think I, I realized this, like, looking at so, like, every Instagram post, someone that I know posts, like, you, you, have you ever met someone who's a really nice person, really sweet, you know, there's no reason that you, sh- you shouldn't feel any negative feelings, but for some reason, you don't like them, you just don't like them? Um, yeah, I get those, yeah, all the time. Yeah, and you're like, and, and, and you're kind and of I like, can't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, and, you're, and, and you know, you kind of just, you know, you, you kind of just think they're an asshole, even though there's no evidence to back it up. Okay, this is how I feel. Okay, there's some people like that where I'm like, something about you I don't like, and I bet you're secretly evil. Because I just, I can sense there's this part of them that, um, which actually I have a good example, but to, it, but basically to say that that wasn't true. So there's this girl at work that I was just like, I just don't like you. You know, I really didn't like her. And then yesterday we kind of hung out for the first time and then I was like, oh, I like you a lot. But I spent like two months not liking her. Wait, so why did you hang out with her if you didn't like her? Like, oh, because what? we were kind of, it was a forced situation where we were just, we had to kind of get lunch together and there's someone else there too. And then I was just like, oh, you're, you're like, all right. But I guess, I had thought she was, she had like ill intentions or something, but she, I guess, I just, I don't know, just like, because, okay, so basically she's the type of person where like, she's a, like an intense interrupter, 
which now when I okay so when I started point out that I don't like people who interrupt. I realize like, I interrupt a lot. But um but she's a type that you can't even finish like your story, you know? Like she'll finish try to finish it for you and you're like, no, like That's not my story, <laughs> bitch. What yeah, it's just and not even a story, like my sentence. It's just like so I you know so and, and I just hate it. So I was just like um, and I started making assumptions like, oh she's just super like she likes to talk over people. She's really aggressive, and like apparently someone at work said she was cocky, and I was like, yeah, she's cocky, you know. And then I just hung out with her, and we we're just talking, and I was just like, it wasn't that I liked her. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be your friend. I was just like, oh, you're all right, and I don't care about you anymore. Like you know, like I don't care about disliking you anymore. Hmm. Well, I guess that I guess you. She's a good person now. Then you don't hate her. She's not, I mean, she's just neutral. <laughs> she's in the neutral zone. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be so quick to say she's a good person now. I don't know her, but I, th- I mean, she's all right. Yeah, um, not bad. So tomorrow I'm going to a bar that advertises turtle racing. Oh my gosh. In the windows. Um, it's an Irish bar. And yeah, um, I'm going to go and I'm going to see some, I'm going to have some sweet Irish beer and I'm looking forward to seeing some turtle racing, maybe placing some bets on it um wow that's kind of where is this what is it called this bar brennan's um it's actually, and where is this bar? it's actually like right by like down the street from where i work and like we always talk about like we have to go to no one no one at my job has been there and yeah i'm gonna check it out tomorrow um actually one of my friends from hong kong is visiting and she freaked out when i told her about it ivy's ivy so oh, she, okay. she she's she she might go um my friend, oh, my friend Mike is now living in Marina Del Rey. Um, I don't know if you, you, I think you know who Mike is. He's a dude with, we, he, has, he has glasses too. He's another glass. we talked about, we talked about him. Yeah. He wants to be an actor. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, I I'm trying to get, him. I, I really want to get him to be a guest on the show. Cool. Um, yeah, he's going to be there. And yeah, I'm with a, hopefully I see some cool turtles and see some like, some dirty racing tricks by, by some turtles, you know? Is it so? Is this like a trend, or has this turtle racing been going on at this bar? Well, I think it's only at this bar. Like, let me, let me see. Brennan's, at the website's right here. Let me just pull it up real fast. I was reading it today. Um, me second. Ruth Bar Team Press. Wait, this is not it. Oh shit! I'm at the website for Brennan's New Orleans. What the fuck? Okay, okay, okay. Here he goes. Turtle racing, a 40-year-old tradition. Whoa. Whoa. Um, so That's here, pretty he, cool. So let's see. Turtle racing scheduled for every Thursday evening begins between 9 and 10 p.m. It is held outside, so dress accordingly. So I guess you got to dress for turtle racing. Not sure what that means. Next bullet point. Turtles are classified into one of seven divisions from midget to monster. There are two rounds of racing uh. each night. It can be held. Rounds are, are about an hour apart. Bring your bring your own bring your own turtle. Ah, I'm gonna tongue Bring your own turtle or rent one of ours. Dot 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 dot. There Wait are a sec. So you have to. So you yourself get a turtle and convince them to win for you. Yeah. Or people bring their own turtles. Apparently. So this is some intense shit. Wow. All and right. there are important rules such as don't point at the turtles. 
Because it makes them feel really self-conscious. <laughs> you just, you know, they'll just tuck their heads into their shells. Yeah, they're and... like, you know what? I don't need this pressure. It's I'm over. already racing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what? So are these like tiny turtles or are these like tortoises? Like those giant turtles? That would be so cool. Those giant. Turtles. Um, I'll find out. I will report with. I will report the turtle size. You know, in the next episode. Okay. Um, but I have. I also. So I guess I should talk about Portland. Yeah, you should talk about Portland. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, folks. So I went to Portland. Um, what, what's today? Tuesday. So not last weekend, but the weekend before. Um, for the Portland Zine Symposium, to sell Page and I Zine like like, issues one and two and like Zine, and you know. Portland has been a city that I've been wanting to visit for a long time. We, I, I mean, I probably, I think I was talking about it as er, as late as like a year ago, right? Yeah. And I have to say, it exceeded all expectations. You know, I've been, a, I've been around, I've been to some cities, and I think Portland, you know, it, it now sits comfortably on the top of that list of best places that I've ever been to. Like it's, you. S- Sorry. <laughs> it's pretty much interrupter. <laughs> it's pretty much has everything that I like, and yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say because you had texted me and you said you said now I know how you feel about London, and I said is Portland your London? And I think you said yes, and that to me is a big deal, kind of. Maybe it's not to you, but it's a big deal. I mean, yeah. It's a, okay, so. Um, first, so, so, okay, so first of all, everyone is super quirky in, in, um, I'm saying London, in, in <laughs> Portland. So I get, so, so, so what I did was on Friday, I got off from work and since I work pretty close to the airport, I just took an express bus right to the airport, jumped on the plane, flew to, flew to Oregon. Um, when I got there, it was around midnight, so I had to take a taxi. So I'm looking for the taxi line and there's this girl who's working there. And so I'm like, hey, um, you know where the taxi line is? And she's like, oh, it's right over there. And look, there's a taxi right there. But someone's already going towards it. So I, so you can race her, and whoever gets her wins. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right, cool. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, so I, oh, that's awesome. I loved it. So I, so, I, so my motel is like a little, maybe like 15 minutes outside of downtown. So um, in the morning, I had to take the bus back um through downtown and across the bridge. I mean, it's called Bridge City, so there's bridges everywhere. And so I take the bus, and the first thing what happens is a lady sits next to me, and she jumps towards me. She's like, "Don't worry, I'm not gonna bite you." <laughs> <laughs> and then um, this other dude comes onto the bus, a really young guy, early twenties. Um, he's wearing sunglasses, and instead of paying the ticket fare, he's like going through his phone. So I'm thinking, oh, he looks kind of like an asshole. But I guess he really had another, an electronic ticket, and when he had it. He kind of like flashed it in a way where he's like showing off a magic trick. Oh my god! I, 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 I mean, if I if I could show it to you, you would know what I mean. You know, you know, yeah, you yeah. like pull. You know, like when you pull a curtain over your hand or something, a piece of cloth. Oh, you would put a cloth from your hand to reveal like a yeah. pigeon flying out, kind of like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and the bus drivers, holy shit, the bus drivers were nice. Now look at the bus drivers of LA. They're like dead. Their souls are dead. They. They have nothing going for them except for the best human from the last episode. But they're just dead, miserable people. Rarely do you find a nice bus driver. But every bus driver on here was like in Portland was super cheery. Even when you left, they're like, goodbye, have a good day. 
Um, and just in general, everyone looks happier than they do, you know, than on the lower side of the West Coast. People are just walking with smiles. And the homeless people are, they seem to be like homeless by choice. Like you'll see a homeless <laughs> girl in her 20s or 30s kind of overweight on her cell phone with a sign that says, your generosity feeds, keeps us alive with her dog. And uh, it's pretty cool. So I get to the Portland Zine Fest, the symposium, and, you know, um, it's smaller than the LA Zine Fest, but it's cool. Immediately sitting behind me is Miles from Moses Campbell, which is an <laughs> LA-based band. And um, we, we, we recognize each other because I know I've been to a lot of his shows. And he actually knows my brother on a first-name basis, and he's my brother convinced him to go to Israel and stuff. So I was like, hey. <laughs> he was like, hey. And we talked a little bit. And yeah, he was there. He was only in Portland for the weekend too, and so we talked to Zine Fest, and it was pretty cool. Um, I was sitting next to this beautiful, beautiful girl that I really started to like, um, named Kelly, and we, you know, we kind of just hung out at our tables all weekend, and we ended up hanging out. Like, showing she showed me around town and pointed me some cool places, and yeah, um, everyone was friendly. I sold a lot more zines than I did at the LA Zine Fest, mm. which was cool. Mm. Um, I met a girl there from San Gabriel Valley who freaked out because I guess she was like really homesick. So wait, so are these people are they from Portland? Pretty much everybody there was from Portland. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and like it's funny because people thought I was from Portland too, which was nice. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Oh, you're from Portland." Yes. Yeah, and it was, and, and the way people dress, and it's funny because you know, like people who are kind of lame or like non-creative types they kind of would just they kind of just say oh portland is full of full of hipsters but honestly it is not like echo park like that like i did not see any hipsters but the way people dress they kind of do express themselves a lot more like everyone is free to ex express themselves like you see people are dressed however they want you'll even see like larger girls just you know wearing midriff free shirts with let, letting everything hang out and um yeah no one really gives a shit and I met some really interesting characters. Like I met some dudes, or actually not. I mean, not dudes. I mean, like some um, transgenders who like they did they they rode the rail. They they did train hopping from Northern California mm -hmm. to get to Portland. And yeah, their zine is pretty is pretty crazy. And so after the first day of the zine festival, um, I went to this after party that took place in a warehouse looking place. And then Kelly told me he's like, no, this is my art school. Which was probably the fucking craziest looking school I've ever went to. It's cool. They had like a zine vending machine there. What? They had a had a picture of it, and they had a like craft beers there for like a three dollar donation. Um, yeah, we got pretty drunk. Um, they were doing live zine readings and like wow. and like, like you know they had some bands performing, and you know people were just like hanging out. I ended up laying on the laying on the floor and just stretching out. Like, it was like total freedom, dude. Ah, it was beautiful. And um, earlier in the day, I went to my first barcade, finally. Um, drank some good beer there. Second day of the Zine Fest, it was still pretty rad. Um, went to, yeah, met more people, hung out more. Um, afterwards, we went to um, this happy hour cafe, this happy hour bar cafe for like, for like Zinesters who were selling stuff there. And then I went to a show, which, which is like in the popular street, it's called Mississippi. And I saw like some pretty good bands. Um, that, yeah, I'll play them on the podcast too. Um, the Weather Machine was one of them, kind of like a, an Americana folk band. Mm -hmm. Who I think they're from Oregon originally, but now they're like based in Nashville. 
Hmm. And this other band called Sarin, they were pretty good too. And um, yeah, I, I actually packed a lot of stuff into that weekend. And for two days, like it kind of stuck with me for the whole week after. And it's like, yeah, Portland was a good time. Very good time. Um, and you know, like the first time I went to New York, I came back hating LA. And I was like, you know, New York's so much better. It's a million times better. Maybe I felt the same way the first time I visited Taiwan and, like, came back to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even when leaving, I was telling him, like, yeah, I love Portland a lot. And um, I'm gonna, I want to come back. I want to live here someday. And you know what they said? They're like, yeah, you know, dude, Portland's not going anywhere. And I, I think that helped a lot. And I left with such a good feeling. Yeah, you know? And it's like, you know what? That's right. And I'm fine being in L.A. for a while. And, it's, and it also helps that, like, Portland's my favorite city ever, and it's also a very realistic place that I can live. Because it's not so far, and it's not too expensive. Yeah. And, you know, it would be super fucking easy. And, like, honestly, even though my original plan was if I hadn't gotten a full-time job, like, a, like two weeks before then, I probably would have just stayed and hung out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to come back, go back, and I definitely want to go back at some point um, soon for a non-zine event just so yeah. I could have more free time to hang out and stuff. That's so cool. I mean, I I think the way you describe Portland is everything I would want it to be. <laughs> Dude, everyone like, rides bicycles. Fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and public transportation, um, buses come, buses to everywhere, and they come like every 10 minutes or every five minutes. Wow. Yeah, it's like everything. Because for me, it's just like that freedom. Like, I feel like being in Hong Kong and stuff, like... I've been getting really down on my looks and everything. And for me, because I follow a lot of people on Instagram, I think some people from Portland and stuff. And I was like, there's this freedom to like express yourself and just, and it's not just like, it's just like, it's really supported. You know what I mean? Like people just kind of support you for whoever you are, whoever you want to be and stuff. And um, like, I think like, I think I got, I got that in London a bit, but I feel like for sure in Portland, it's, like, way more and stuff, and yeah. I, def- I think I would definitely, I could see my, even I've never been there, but I could see myself living there. Dude, you totally could, like, yeah. yeah, and, like, people are more supportive, and unlike LA, where it seems like everyone has to be doing something amazing, yeah. not everyone's like that, a lot of people are content just to chill, and they want to create stuff, cause it's just because they love it, or because they want to. And like, yeah. and no one looks down upon you for like if you're working like a part-time job, yeah. and you know people, people, you know, young people are just chilling on the sidewalk on the floor. There's, a lot of people just sit on the side in the cement, just hanging out. And you know, people are just like I was wearing my plaid shirt walking down the street. This other dude in a plaid shirt was like, was like pushing his baby on the stroller. He's like, nice shirt. And I'm like, ditto, dude. And it was, yeah. Oh, that's so. <laughs> I feel like you're in some sort of like, you know, okay, it's like, you know, when you know. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Oh, like, you know how to, like, like Toontown? Yeah, he, like, suddenly enters, to, like, you're, like, in this, like, dingy, like, gritty reality, and then you enter Toontown, and everything's, like, in color and animated and stuff. But it really feels like that. Like, I mean, it's, everyone's kind of just, and that's nice, you know? That's, like, it's, I feel like it's just, there's no pretentiousness. There's no, like, need to prove yourself to be something. And, yeah. Which is, yeah. which is the total opposite of L.A. And what's mm-hmm. also refreshing is they don't give a shit about L.A. over there. Like, you know, like, they're like, oh, you're from L.A.? I don't really like L.A. too much. Or, you know, they have no, or, you know, they just don't want to leave. Which yeah. is like, you know, because a lot of people think L.A. is cool. And it is. I love it. I mean, I'm from here forever. And I'm going to, uh, and I love it. And I'm happy to be living here. And, you know, I'm, enjoy- I'm having a great summer here. But, um, 
yeah, it was it was a nice change of pace, a nice a, a nice to just be around different people, and I will be going back. Cool. Um, with that said, I bought I so between oh so while also there, um, Kelly who was sitting next to me, she watched my table for a while, and I attended one of the workshops they had, which was a, a DIY podcasting mm -hmm. workshop, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and. Um, and yeah, and it was pretty interesting. Like everyone talked about their favorite podcasts, and it was yeah. I'm holding the I'm holding the zine right here where like the the um Julie who hosts um Destination DIY or or like now it's called Rendered Podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, she actually just talked about podcasting and how to make a good podcast, and um, it's one of the reasons why we're recording with our 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 iPod mics or phone mics now just because mm -hmm. it was recommended. And just how to promote podcasts and just how to just create the better shows. Um, it was a really, it was a really cool talk. Um, so you know, I wasn't only representing the zine there; I was also representing mutually awkward. Yeah. Did you? Did you like when they're like, "Does anyone have a podcast?" Did you stand up and you're like, "Yes, mutually awkward." I, I didn't say mutually awkward, um, no. but, but I did say like because they, they were like, "So why are you here? Do you is it because you want to start a podcast or not?" And I pretty much said, "Well, I started a podcast a year ago because I was moving and." My best friend and I wanted to like have a project together to make sure we talk all the time and don't like fade away. And yeah, she smiled and nodded like, yeah, yeah. Well, that was like a great time to be like, meet you like her. I should have said it. I know. I don't. I know. I don't know why. You know. You know. Because you know why? Because like why? that pretentious fling wasn't in the air, so I had no. Oh, that's true. I, I didn't feel the need. You know, it's been like mutually awkward podcast. I, I was just like, yeah, another podcast. You know. Um, I'm sure we have a mutually awkward shirt. <laughs> I'll, I'll get those made. <laughs> um, yeah, we got we got quite the, the mailing list now too, so we got to oh, do really? something. And so between, uh, so I got a lot of good zines, um, and I kind of want to do a zine reading for this episode. For the it's, yeah, a short, it's, yeah. a, it's a short zine that I bought. Um, the funniest zine that I bought. It's called Things My Friends Say. So these are and these are random quotes. It's funnier if you actually see the zine because there's like awesome drawings to go with it but i'm going to read a couple pages anyway just just you know get a taste of this is one of my favorite scenes so this zine is created by brianna melly and um i think we're i think we're following her on instagram now and she's following us okay. she definitely liked the last post that i did but okay here we go um this zine is dedicated to anyone who has ever said anything that's you <laughs> and you okay so first quote I can't wait to have kids so I can lie to them. I want to change my name from Brad to Bread because I love bread. <laughs> Quoted by a man named Brad. <laughs> um, let me see. Every time I put my hands in the air, I really care, though. <laughs> um, here's my personal favorite. Microwaves can do anything. They can make cakes and kill babies. <laughs> the sun is the best blanket. And that's just a girl like being washed down by the by the sun. Pretty sweet. Um, let me go, let me see. <laughs> Fucking spiders, man. They're gonna ruin a good time. <laughs> True. <laughs> aging, oh no, no, not aging, sorry, I'm reading this wrong. Dying would ruin my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Burger, Burger King bums me out. <laughs> True. And let me see. 
Um, that's pretty much the funniest ones that I can say <laughs> without a picture. Didn't come off quite as funny as I hoped, but um, it's a taste of it. If you read it, there's funny. no pic, you can't see the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got yeah, I got a lot of good other zines too. Um, and a lot of people, and we got some good sales. So, mm. yeah, Portland was a good time, man. Oh. And sight and dinner. <laughs> Panic, everybody. <laughs> All right, jump um, into a sing along. Pull out your guitar. Um, I'm, um, there's so much stuff has happened, and I'm just trying to wrap my head around last podcast I listened to with you and Michael, because there was stuff I wanted to say, like in response, but then now I've forgotten it. Well, okay. Well, in the meantime, I have more stories. Okay. Um, so I have another another friend from Hong Kong visiting like for the summer. Her name's mm-hmm. Victoria. Um, I met her. I, I smoked weed with her last summer in some random stairway in Shangwan. No, mm-hmm. in Central. That's how we met. And now mm-hmm. so she's here. And I took her to the Smell last week. It's her first time ever going to like a real gig. And luckily, it was like one of the fucking craziest shows I'd ever been, even that I've ever been to, like up, up to like Captain Ahab level. Like people were on stage taking off their shirt, like diving. My shoe flew. My shoe got a hole. It had a hole in it by the end of the night. Um, she she thought everybody was on drugs. I was like, no, no. Actually, most of the people here are straight edge. Like no one does drugs here. And yeah, my shirt got all sweaty and messed up. Um, and like by the end of the night, like. It could be either when like she hated it or she was freaked out and she was just like mm-hmm. and she was pretty much like dude you should have told me like not to wear sandals because like, next time I want a mosh pit. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a pretty good success. Um, next night I went to a show with my brother before he left to see Health. Mm-hmm. Um, that I hadn't seen Health since fucking I think 2011. No 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 2010. I think it's been five or six years, and um. It was great to see them. I mean, um, I don't know if you listen to them, but they're pretty famous. Like, they play pretty big arenas, like, around the world. And, no, um, I don't know uh, that. No, no, and, um, but yeah, they're pretty big, and the show was pretty good. My, so even though my, sh- my my shoes had holes from the previous night, this night my shoe flew off, and I had to, like, stop <laughs> it back into my foot. I bought new <laughs> shoes on Sundays, though, <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's been two good shows in a row. Um, I might go to a show tomorrow if the turtle racing thing fails and turns to be shitty. But yeah, so far, dude, like, God, this summer's been pretty good. Like, wow. I'm, like, in a real good summer mood right now. Yeah. I feel like I'm, uh, summer, I mean, I hate summers in Hong Kong, so I'm, like, not in that mood. I wish I was. I think I just want to leave Hong Kong so bad (laughs) (laughs) that I'm just like, all I can think about is like the next place and not being here. But I've actually had some, but maybe that's why like, like literally every weekend I've been getting super hammered. Um, In a good way or a bad way though? Like, is it leading to the darkness or is it leading to happy feelings? I mean, when I'm, um, with people, it's like super happy, but of course, like when I, like I said, when I get home and I had to refrain myself from tweeting because I was just getting all emotional and stuff. And it so, it, but it just feels like I just I remember like every because I always suggest Weird Bay now because I know what's gonna happen. 
Like, I know we're just going to, no one's going to leave. Everyone's going to be super drunk, but it's going to be awesome, you know? And it's just, yeah. And wait and a next, second. Still... Wait, wait, is Beerby that one place where he went to that one dude's birthday and like he was standing right behind us when they were all screaming, happy birthday. And then, or they said hi. And then we were like awkwardly standing there. Yes. Oh, that's that beer big. Yeah. I've been there. Okay, go, go yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's just like, and so on Saturday when I was, yeah, like in pain, like just couldn't leave my house. Like I couldn't move. And I was just like, why? You know, like, why did I do this to myself? And it's just like, I was like, wow, I just, I guess it's just really, I mean, I, I feel like there's nothing wrong with wanting to get drunk. I totally get that now. Because when I was younger, I was like super like, I don't get drugs. I don't get alcohol but now i get it i totally get it but it's sometimes it's just like when you're in pain all the time you're like i don't know if, like if this is worth can i could i not do it next weekend but like and so during the week i'm like yeah i don't need it i don't need it but then come, when friday comes around suddenly i'm like no i need this and so you're just like i don't know um but it's just been i, I just feel like everything's kind of falling apart right now. <laughs> Sorry to take this to the darkness, the bad hour, but that's what I'm gonna do. You know oh, what? Have you, actually, huh? oh, actually, one of Michael's biggest critiques of the podcast is that um, Paige never goes into the darkness enough. Oh, just throwing right. that. Want to go into the darkness? <laughs> we'll go to the dark place because you were in such a good mood, and I was just like, oh my god. That's why it's like really quiet because I'm like, oh, don't worry. Oh, no. gonna, oh, don't worry. My mood's not gonna fall. So go. <laughs> okay. But, like, it's just, like, literally everything's falling apart. I mean, um, roller derby's falling apart, and I don't care anymore because I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Get out of here. How, how is and, it falling apart? Well, not to get too much into derby, and I hope no one from, like, our team finds this. But, like, um, it's just, I mean, our, I mean, our team's really small. And so, and that, and we're also, like, the committee, which is, pretty bad i think because like when you have a big league with a lot of people let's say there's a lot of drama in the committee but it won't affect the team because the team is like 30 people you know what i mean but we are the team we are the committee so when stuff happens it like affects everyone and we we're forced to take on these like in the beginning i was like i really want to involve myself i'll do anything for roller derby you know i'll be this i'll be that but then i'm like I just want to skate, really, and I don't... I have so many other things I really want to do. Like, I don't want to be the merchandising person or whatever. And also, when you take on these responsibilities and there's no support... Like, for me, if people were more supportive or, or like, proactive, I would probably pull my weight, too. But since, like, the person I was supposed to work with, they weren't doing anything, I was like, well, then, why do I have to, you know... It's basically, you know, group projects, they, right? But they kind of dump it on you. Yeah, and then, and then when they start pointing fingers, it's like, yeah, why don't we have our shirts? And then I feel all this pressure, and I feel bad. And then I, in the end of the day, I was like, well, what are you doing to contribute? You know, so it's like these little things. But actually, what really happened was, so, I mean, roller derby, at this point, it's a women's sport. Like, there are co-ed teams, there are male leagues and stuff, but this isn't. This is, like, female only right now. And so we had this, uh, like, a ref join our team. And he decided to take charge. 
But it's just like the way he's talking to us. Like he, he literally treats us like we're a bunch of dumb cows, like the way he talks to us. And so I think some people have tried to talk to him about it. He couldn't deal. And also he's like the youngest person, you know? So like one thing I hate is a young person coming in and being like, I know everything. I've lived life, you know? You just, fired, you, just, you just fired him. Like, fuck you, ref. You're a ref. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but I think because we're like, we can't fire people because, you know, it's like you join on your own will, you know? Like, um, yeah, so, but we've kind of been like, how are we going to deal with this? But then everyone got really, and actually no one just wants to think about it. So we've just kind of run, you know, fuck it and stuff. But like, um, oh yeah, actually something super awkward happened yesterday. So, I was like, because so basically no one's showing up to skating because they don't want to deal with this guy. And so I've avoided, like once a week I avoid like one lesson because I don't want to run into him. But yesterday I was like, you know what? I have to skate at least once a week. And he, because he usually says he doesn't come on Wednesday. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to skate on Wednesday. But then he was like, I changed my mind. I'm coming. And I'm like, all right, okay. And then so he comes and I'm like, all right. So I'm just like skating around, totally avoiding him. And suddenly he skates up to me. He's like, Paige. I saw you on Tinder, and I was like, okay. And then this other girl was like, just kind of said, like, kind of, like, offhand, but she's like, oh, did you swipe right? And he was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, this is, and I just said, this is awkward. And he's like, yeah, so, you know, if you see my profile, you know, like, maybe, yeah. And he, like, gave me, like, a wink or whatever, and I was just like, Oh my God! Like, dude, like, he made it. He made, dude, he he wants some like ref and player action, right? He, you know, he wants to. I think he wants to do some one-on-one roller derby. Uh, so, but yeah, basically, and I was like, great, great, you know. But it's <laughs> like, funny because like, why why didn't you just? I mean, you're not, the whole point of Tinder is to do it on Tinder and not in exactly. Real life. You don't like. I've seen coworkers on Tinder and stuff, and I don't like. Go up to him like, hey, saw you on Tinder. Saw you on Tinder, you know, and I swiped left or right. You know what? Like, they just don't want to know. Like, I mean, and of course, I mean, it's the like, whole point. Everyone's, everyone's trying to, everyone's trying to like, you know, fuck or date or whatever on Tinder. So it's like, if you see someone you know, it's like, all right, they're in the same boat as me. I'm on Tinder too. I mean, you can't really gloat on someone for seeing someone on Tinder because they they're on there too, obviously. Then. Right? Yeah. But yeah, and it was just the way he did it. It was because because at the time I was like, he's like, oh, I swiped right. And because we weren't a match, I, I, I said, oh, this is awkward because I had swiped no. <laughs> but wait, he so didn't get what he is, didn't, Wait, I don't use Tinder. So, so basically well. when you swipe left or right, so when you swipe right, it's yes, because it's like a green like check mark so, or whatever. So and he, no so is he, left. So he swiped right to you. Yes. So he, so he, wa- so he wanted to, he wanted to, you know... You wanted to Tinder, I'm trying to make a good pun right here. But no, anyways, but <laughs> yes. Publish for once. All right. So, <laughs> so he, so, and I, first I said, oh, this is awkward because since it wasn't like you're a match or whatever, I assumed that he then realized I had said no, but he didn't pick up on it. So he just said, oh, if you see me around, I'm like, okay, all right. You know, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, you don't, like, you don't go up to someone and be like, hey. I swiped yes, so you better swipe yes to me too. It's like, ew. <laughs> yeah. And given like the situation of everything, I'm like, really? Like, okay. <laughs> well, that's so, um, that's an awkward situation. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, okay, so this is hap- this is going this way, and yeah, and then it's annoying, it's annoying and.
actually, so, I mean, I've been meeting a lot of good people and stuff, but I feel like everyone wants to do things in groups. And it's just like, so you're like, well, if they're going to invite this person, I'm going to invite this person, you know, because they want to hang out. And so I feel like I haven't had any one-on-one time with anybody. And, like, I remember I was going to see the movies. Well, I went to see the movies on Tuesday and with a coworker. And at first I thought it was just be me and her. And I was like, great, you know, like, just some one-on-one bonding time, just chill. And then she's like, uh, and, like, seven of my friends are coming. And I'm like, okay, that's fine, all right, cool, you know, whatever. And just, but you're just like, okay, it's just another, like, just on, oh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just, like, draining energy. It's draining. And then on, on what is it, Saturday, last Saturday, I went, or Sunday, I went to my friend's, like, she, she was having, like, a chill pool party thing. And there was, I mean, it wasn't a large group. It was, like, maybe seven eight people but i was just the more people came in the quieter i got because i was just like oh my god like and i just won at one point i was so tempted because everyone was sitting outside i was so tempted to sit inside i think you said you were gonna do an irish exit what's that an irish exit is pretty much when you leave a party without telling anybody you just kind of just like sneak out the door no i was like <laughs> I was so tempted to just go in there and sitting in the dark and just being by myself. Like, because I I wanted to be there because it was one of those, like, uh, my friend was like, like, she's on maternity leave and stuff. So it's like her last, she wanted like a last little hangout with everyone before she has her baby. So I had to be there, but it was just like, it was, it was overwhelming. And then people were like, are you okay? Like, you're so quiet. And then when people say that, you're just like, I'm just like, just breathe and get through this day. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I and it's been kind of confusing them because the thing with me, it's like when I hang out with people and the more I hang out with them, the more I feel like I need to hang out with people, but I'm not happy about it. So I become confused. Hmm. What are you typing to? I'm looking. No, I'm looking for up with this word because um because oh. it, it reminds me of what you're saying. Because I realize that I am no longer. I don't think I'm an introvert. I think I'm an ambivert. An right? ambivert. Yeah, I think yeah. I am too. So yeah, I discovered that word. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I was looking up because like you were saying you're confused, and um uh. so I just discovered that term a couple weeks ago. It was because I was I was like on this introvert part of Reddit, which is mm-hmm. a, it's like an introvert message board in a way right yeah. and everyone on their other posts were saying like like i talking about just how they can't relate to people how they can't talk to people and then someone posts like these are my plans for the summer and it was just like staying aside when watching netflix every day and i'm like fuck i can't relate to this like i watch i like watching netflix but that sounds like a bad time like what a, like oh that sounds horrible it's like does that mean i'm not an introvert but then i went to the but it's like no i can't be a total extrovert though because i always need my recharging time and yeah. that's when I discovered, so I, just, I think I just Googled like between extrovert and introvert and I discovered ambivert, which is the middle yeah. section. And you know, I think that's what we are. Yeah, I think we've <laughs> moved from INFP to A and I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, we're still, I think we're still prefer to be more introverted, but I think personality wise, yeah, like I'm, I was, yeah, I was like, I kind of want to hang out with somebody, but I could totally be by myself. But sometimes if I'm by myself for too long, I get really depressed. So, but I don't want to be in a group of people, you know, because that's draining. So it's just like, and I think what I really miss, I really just need one-on-one attention. <laughs> Not like 
group attention or single just me attention i need one other person and just talk and you know what actually i feel like since you left and this is why you're my bff because i've tried so i've made i've had some really like great friends and stuff but i feel like whenever we do hang out and have one-on-one conversations it it's not like i'm like i want this conversation to go a certain way but it, you know it doesn't hit the spot you know what i mean like you're just talking talking and you're just like or some, sometimes you're just like, I guess I can't talk to you about this kind of stuff. Or I guess we can't get on this level. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. You know, was, you know, you know what was the last time I had a good conversation with you? It was what? funny because I, I forgot the place. It was like the last night I was there. We were sitting right next to, Banana, I think, that Banana Bay place. And we were just like on the steps. Banana Bay? Or not Banana Bay. Oh. Beer Bay. Beer, Beer Bay. Bay. On the steps of Beer Bay. Okay. And I was just like, I think that's when it all came out. Like, oh, I'm sad to leave. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I remember. Now I remember because I remember we were saying we weren't going to cry or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm not crying now because I cried yesterday. I'm so glad. Did that happen? I don't know. I probably blocked it. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Inside Out? No. That's really good. Really? Oh, but I like it. Out. You know what's really it's good? It's about feelings. But the characters feelings. look kind of stupid, so I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, the characters are like... Like, when I when I first saw the trailer, I was like, eh? But then it's really good at explaining, like, feelings. But... And how, like, it, just, it was just really good at explaining some stuff. But anyways, don't watch it then if you don't want to watch it. I mean, it. a good movie that I saw was Ant-Man recently. Now, that's a good time. Yeah, I really want to watch Ant-Man as well. Dude, it's so good. He, he like, rides this flying ant named Anthony. And Wait, don't tell me he rode a flying ant. I don't like spoilers. I really want to watch it. But There's Warrior Ant. Inside Out, okay. Inside Out was, like, my – was I would watch that again. Everyone cried. I didn't cry because I was, like, I'm not crying when everyone else is crying. And <laughs> But there's one thing – the character said that I was like, oh my god, right? It feels like point blank. What? But anyways. No, I don't say. Oh, it just hit you right in the gut, like right in the heart, right in the feels. Yeah, it was just because it was something I had said to myself. And so, I was like, oh, fuck, it hurt. So what would you rate that movie? I gave it five stars. Five stars? Wow. Okay, now I really we have, liked it. Now I gotta reconsider my um. Because my... that's the thing. Like, I think it's it's a kind of it looks silly. Like, because the characters you're just like, what are they M and M's? Are they like? But the store, I feel like if you okay, I feel like if you care about feelings, like because so my sister watched it and she was like, I liked it, but I just didn't see the point. And as I was talking to someone else and they said the exact same thing. Oh, the plot was very strong, but I realized it wasn't about like because it was to- like seriously, it's made for feelers because it's a whole movie about feelings and it's about there's no like i mean there was obvious intense moments and shit was happening but it was just how do you deal with your emotions kind of i mean on a more basic level but so because pretty much everyone else i talked to who were big feelers they were like i loved it so if you like if you feel or no it's not you if you think feelings are important if you have a if you have a soul just watch it Otherwise, yeah. get out. If you, if you think emotions, you're like, eh, then you're not, it's like you're not going to like it. Because why would you? Because you're like, I don't think about my feelings. Why am I going to watch a whole movie about feelings? <laughs> you know? And it's funny, though. My sister, she's like, basically the only thing that got her through the movie that she enjoyed was that two of the characters really reminded me, reminded her of me and my mom. So me, I was sadness, and my mom was fear. And um, 
So she was just laughing at the whole movie because she's like, oh my God, it's just like them. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, on that note, I think I need to go soon. Okay, okay, yeah, we're coming up to one hour um, real quick. Uh, we got an email from the Penguin Ninja. Oh. Um, it was a question from Michael, so he can't really answer it. Um, the question is pretty much, how is Michael coming back to California over some bed bugs? Can't he just call an exterminator? He did love his vacation. I, I did love his vacation stories, though. Um, I did tell Michael about this email at Penguin Ninja. Michael pretty much said, like, dude, you don't know bed bugs. They're serious shit. They are, though. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Uh, I've never experienced it, thankfully, uh, but uh, I've heard they're, like, intense. Yeah, apparently his friend's back in uh, Texas. They're getting eaten alive right now, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's uh, terrible. Penguin Ninja, thanks for writing. Um, hope you're having an awesome summer, dude. Like, hope like let us know how your summer's going. Hopefully some good <laughs> things are happening. We yeah. miss you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Paige, I think... Fuck, I think we're going to be coming towards our one-year episode. We're coming up when soon. When was that again? Like, cause it's I like... remember I was, we were like, we're going to sing a song. It's going to be a crazy show. I don't know when it is. Um, what, let, let me, cause August is next week. Like, holy shit. Yeah. And, um, let me just look at our iTunes real fast and fucking see. All right, fuck. When was our first, our first, I can't even see our, all our episodes anymore. I don't hold on. Let me oh, see. We have uh, so many. We have so oh. many. Okay. Our We're first so episode was released. Oh shit. It was released July 4th. No, August 4th. Oh, that's year. next week. Yeah. So um, we really need to podcast next week. Yeah, I probably won't edit it in time, but That's yeah. Fine. Ne- so next week's gonna be our one-year episode of Stravaganza. Um, you know what? I'm gonna download our first episode and just re-listen to it tomorrow. Okay. And I, I guess that means you're not. <laughs> um. Well, I'll, I'll listen to it. Yeah, I'll listen to it. Cool. Cool. Um. All right. That's been. This is so. This has been episode thirty-seven. Nice. All right, guys. Keep it. Awkward and real and proud.
I seem to be afraid to live the life that I have made in song. It's just that I've been losing so I sit on cornerstones and count the time and quarter turns to ten.